Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, beautiful mannies, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Uh, whoever you are and wherever you are listening from, I am genuinely excited to have you here, especially for the episode that uh, we are about to listen to and that I am obviously currently recording because. This is a real punchy one, okay? This episode is really designed to to shake you awake, to wake you up, to empower you, to electrify you with a, a sense of self and a sense of your place and a sense of your purpose. So this is going to be all the good feels, all the good feels. If this is perhaps the first time that you're coming across the Hunting for Purpose podcast, perhaps this is one of the first episodes that you've listened to. I am Holly Marie. I am the host of this podcast. I am very, very proud and very honored to be the leader of a really thriving, really engaged, powerful community of manifestors on social media predominantly and it manifests every single day teach me about myself. It's it's the greatest kind of circle of life being able to be a teacher of this community. As a 4-6 splenic manifester myself, I have had a great deal of intensity and growth through my own journey, and it's such a joy to be able to share this teaching with other manifestors. But I have to tell you that the the thousands of manifestors that follow me and, and beautifully kind of interact and share with me every single day they teach me about myself too. I see myself reflected in other manifestors. I experience wisdom from other manifestors and I get initiated from other manifestors initiating. And that really warrants a mention, right? That really warrants a, uh, I guess, a shout out and just um, a bit of a love fest to, to bring some attention to that because as manifestors, often we forget that we are impacting even to other manifestors, not just to other people. People in the collective. So if that's you, if you if you are one of you know my audience members or if you are somebody who is brand new to the audience, thank you for being here and and thank you for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for sharing your power. Thank you for being vulnerable and continuing to share your truth and continuing to show up and and thank you for telling me how I impact you because it 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 fuels all of this. It fuels all of this. And I'm so grateful to be here and, and grateful to be in this position. Okay, let's get down and dirty into it. There's nothing dirty <laughs> about this. I don't really know why I said that. I've had a very intense couple of weeks and I've definitely got that like manifest a throat running away with me at the moment. So let's get down 
into understanding why manifestors are such a big deal. That is today's episode. Why are manifestors such a big deal? Now, let me just put everybody at ease to begin with. If you are a manifester, it is highly likely that you are a manifester that has thought at least once throughout your life, you know what? I'm kind of a big deal. Like I'm kind of important. I'm kind of here to do something big. I, I'm not here to just be mediocre or play by the same rules as everyone else. I'm, I'm here to go big or go home. Manifestors come to life, to, to this incarnation and to this experience with that energy and with that belief because that is absolutely what manifestors are designed to do. Unfortunately, we experience a lot of conditioning around that. We experience in a lot of wounding um, around being told like, you know, pipe down, wait your turn, work your way to the top. You know, you can't just say that you're a big deal. Like you have to earn it. You have to prove it. Particularly for female manifestors, we really get reflected on as like, well, that's not confidence. That's arrogance. Um, and, you know, like, who do you think you are? In Australia in particular, we have a real culture around this. It's it's called tall poppies. It's the tall poppy syndrome where anybody who shows themselves to be a big deal gets cut down. We cut down those tall poppies because we do not like you. (laughs) We do not like you showing yourself up to be a big deal. And ancestrally, the roots for this actually come from where Australia originated from, right? We were colonized, wrongly colonized by convicts, and uh, they were under oppressive British rule. So we had this this country that's kind of created off the back of people who were oppressed, people who were brutalized, and anybody that stood up and showed themselves and became became a big deal and made themselves seen was not only cut down but put everybody else at risk as well. So that has hundreds of years later really developed this nation where we have this cultural bias. We have this cultural methodology that says, if if you think that you are a big deal, I am here to tell you to sit down and shut up, right? We call it pipe down, Chachi. Like, I know that's an American saying. We've adopted it here in Australia. It really suits our tall poppy syndrome ways. And we just want people to, to not be overt. We want you to not show that you are amazing, to not show that you are incredible, to not believe that you are anything more than mediocre like everyone else. And so that has certainly been my experience with being a female manifester, but also being a female manifester in Australia. And I really encourage you to think about the ancestral roots and the culture of the country in which you live and and see how this has influenced you and any of your experiences and potentially your wounds around being a manifester and being a big deal. Your gender is going to play a role in it, but also the culture of the country in which you have been brought up in and the culture of the country in which you currently live are also going to play a role because if we are not supported around us, if we are criticized for being a big deal, then we obviously develop some trauma around that and we develop some very well-earned fear about not showing ourselves as a big deal. So that is worth mentioning just to begin with. Now, I'm going to take you through 
a few of the key areas and, and I guess the, the validations within our manifestoriness that prove that we are in fact a big deal, that we are in fact here for a big purpose. And my hope is that this will really empower you, that this is going to give you permission to feel like you can own this, that you can embody this, that you can step into this and, and become this because the holding yourself back as a manifester from taking a big role, from impacting the world, from being that big deal, that doesn't just hurt and limit you. It hurts and limits everybody around you who is here to be impacted by your energy. So this is a gift that you are not just giving to yourself. You are literally giving to everybody who ever, ever comes in contact with you. Now, right off the bat, We know that manifestors are about 9% of the population. We have an energy that is remarkably different from everybody else's. We are the only energy type out of the whole human design system, so out of the whole collective, that has a closed aura, right? That means that we have this experience of, of people bumping up to the edge of our energy. People notice our aura because it's closed. It's like a brick wall and they kind of bang into it and go, whoa, what's this? So our our aura being closed initially immediately gets us noticed because everybody else has some form of open aura. Everyone else has some form of open aura. So everyone else is kind of able to sense each other, to move through each other, to really gauge each other's energy. And then they come up to this tiny pocket, this 9% of the population that has a closed aura, and they kind of bang into that and go, this is different. What is this? I'm going to pay attention to it. This is what creates the quality of people either being repelled or magnetized. Yeah, manifestors can get very caught up in repelling people, um, but that's not the only quality of the closed aura. The closed aura also magnetizes people that when people bang into that closed aura, they either say, I'm so curious about this. I'm so inspired by this. I want to be around this or I don't get it. I find it a bit threatening. I'm going to go away, right? So the closed aura first and foremost makes us different and makes us notice and makes us a big freaking deal. But even more than that, the aura is actually big. It's The manifested aura is considered the biggest aura out of all of the energy types. It's been referred to as um, a bowling ball aura or a dome aura. It is a dense, protective aura. It is big. It's very, very big, which means, beautiful manifester, that you are energetically noticed by other people well outside of the physical parameters of your body or the sound of your voice. You are noticed before you even walk in a room. You are noticed before you even say a word. You are noticed before people even see you. You are noticed. And we have that quality because we are here to initiate And so our aura works to support the initiation because if we were were tasked with this role of initiating things for ourselves and on behalf of the collective, right, like bringing, we're birthing new things, we're birthing new things into reality and birthing new things into the collective. If we were given that task and that role to birth and to initiate, but we were not also given the energy to make people notice us, then what we initiated and what we birthed would not get utilized. It would not get seen. 
So our aura is working to support that role. This closed, big aura says, hey, notice me. Notice what I'm doing. Notice what is being initiated over here and either feel like you are not ready for it. So you repel and you go a different direction or be really inspired by it. Recognize that you need it. Feel this enormous impact of my energy on your life and be magnetized to it. That alone makes manifestors a big freaking deal. There is literally nobody else that gets noticed before they even walk in a room. There is literally nobody else that gets noticed before they've even opened their mouth to speak. Manifestors are a big deal because we get seen. And we're even more of a big deal because the reason we get seen is because we are the only people who are here to independently initiate. And I say independently initiate because in human design, there's a lot of rhetoric around, you know, manifestors are the initiators. So manifestors are the only ones to initiate, which is a, it's an illusion. That's a complete fallacy. Everyone can initiate. Everyone is here to initiate, right? Everyone is here to create. Everyone is here to, to uh, you know, follow their own desires, to bring what they, they feel called to into the world. It's just that everyone else is doing that from external factors, Right? Our generators and our manifesting generators are responding to external stimuli and then they're initiating. Our projectors are responding to external detail and invitation and then they are initiating. Our reflectors are receiving every energy and processing all of it and then they are initiating. But we as manifestors are doing it completely internally. It's completely independent right? We feel an inner voice. We feel an inner creative urge. We are protected behind our closed aura to give ourselves the ability to be separate, to do this internally, to not be disrupted by other people's voices, to not be responding to anything outside of ourselves because we are initiating based off this internal creative urge. We make our own decisions. We don't have to wait for anything, in fact, the only manifestors that ever need to wait are our beautiful emotional manifestors who need to wait through their emotional wave to make a decision. And that's it. We're not waiting on anyone else or any other thing. That again makes manifestors a really big deal because it means that while everyone may be initiating, we are the only ones who are truly initiating something independent, something new something never seen before. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we are initiating like a brand new concept that's never, ever been seen by the collective. We can be initiating something that's been seen before, but we're doing it in our energy, which is bringing newness to it. We are designed not only to initiate things, we are designed to initiate people. Whenever we follow our creative urge, whenever we share our wisdom, whenever we listen to our inner voice, whenever we have that ownership of ourselves of, I am a big deal and I am going to embody this and I am going to let this shine and I am going to let myself truly be seen, we initiate other people. We initiate them into growth. We initiate them into change. We initiate them into creativity. We initiate them into action. This is the beauty of the, the manifester is that we are not just here to initiate things. We are here to be initiators. We initiate effortlessly without even trying. And that makes us a big 
freaking deal. Because without even meaning to, without even trying, simply by being present, we are initiating other people into things that they could never have done on their own. Can you feel the magnitude of that manifested? Can you feel the power of that? That simply by you being present, simply by you being you, you are initiating people into things that they never would have been able to do without you. That is one powerful role to take in society. We are also a really, really big deal as manifestors because of the power of our voice. The body graph of the manifestor, what makes you a manifestor is that you have a defined throat, right? So you have this consistent magnetic way of communicating and speaking, but you also have a motor center, so a physical energy center that is connected directly or indirectly all the way up to your throat. So we have a defined motorized throat. Not only do we have this magnetic way of consistently speaking, but we have the physical energy behind us to do it all the time. What it does is that it kind of turns that magnetic communication quality up on the dial 2000 because there's, there's literal energy pushing behind it. It's turning the megaphone up on your voice and it reverberates through the people who receive it and the people who hear it. This is why our technique for helping us to initiate is to inform. It's to speak out loud. It is to utilize the quality of that defined motorized throat and to say, I am going to put my voice on megaphone so everyone can hear it, so everyone can be kind of in in alignment with what I'm initiating here, so that everyone can receive it the way that they need to, so that I can receive the help that I need to to initiate this because this is going to be for the betterment of everybody, irrespective of what what it is and irrespective of whether I can see how it's the betterment for everyone, it is. And I trust that because I trust that that's my role as a manifester. That defined motorized throat means literally any time you speak, you are making an impact. It doesn't matter what you are saying. I could tell you that I had cereal for breakfast and that would be inspiring to someone. That would be impacting to someone. That would be initiating someone. Anytime you speak, Manifesta, you are creating change. You are creating impact. You are a big freaking deal with every single word that comes out of your mouth. Whether you are talking to people, talking to yourself, or talking to the universe, when you speak, energy listens. When you speak, energy rallies around you to come into line and to do what it is that you desire. When you speak, the world literally changes. Your words have power. This means that as manifestors, we need to use this power wisely. Use this power for good and not evil. Use this power to speak richness and empowerment and growth and and dynamic growth and change into your own life, right? Use your power of your words to assist yourself and to love yourself and do the same for the rest of the world, Use your power to speak into other people's lives. Use your power to change the world. Use your words in the way that they were designed to be used. Understand that every single time you speak, a megaphone is put to your mouth. And you don't need to feel like you are being particularly wise. You don't need to feel like you are being particularly impacting. You just need to share. You just need to share what is going on for you. You just need to share your experiences. You just need to share love if that is all that you've got to give. 
Share honesty if that's all that you've got to give. But recognize that even if you only uttered one word, it has power and it has meaning. Your ability to speak in that way makes you a big freaking deal. Manifester, it makes you a big freaking deal. Now, there are so many other areas in a manifested chart that can show you like how you are a big deal. I can't go through all of them in one podcast episode as much as I would love to, but look into the power in your defined energy centers. We have this tendency to get caught up in, in trying to problem solve and fix our undefined or our open energy centers, thinking that, well, if I can just clean up this mess over here, then everything will be better. When actually those are the areas that we are designed to really grow through, we are designed to experience wisdom over time by deconditioning those. Our power resides in our defined energy. So look at your defined energy center and really align yourself with that power. We all have that defined throat. Utilize that, right? If you have a defined G center, for example, really dive into embodying that identity in feeling into your purpose, in teaching people about self-love and self-respect. If you are a defined emotional center, dive into the intensity of your emotions accept them, embrace them, appreciate them, teach others about emotions, teach others about emotional intelligence, make decisions by, you know, honoring yourself through that emotional wave. If you are a splenic manifester, if you've got a defined spleen, dive into your intuition, your sense of primal instinct. What does your body tell you? What does it tell you about what's safe and what's dangerous? What's right and what's wrong? What's healthy and what's unhealthy? Where are the weird and wonderful illogical places that it leads you? Your defined energy is your source of power. Your defined energy uniquely makes you a very, very big deal as a manifester. The other place to look into is into your gates. We have the most amazing array of gates. There are 64 gates in human design. Each of them speaks to like a little skill set within that energy center, a little access point that you have to express that particular energy in a really natural way. Every person can have up to 26 gates defined, 64 in human design as a whole, but you can only have 26. So you might not have 26, you might have less than that. But you can have up to 26 distinctly defined gates. And each of these gates is special. Each of these gates is powerful. Each of these gates is magical. When we look at the gates that you have as a manifester, there are some key ones that really kind of propel you into this, like, I am a big, big deal. We want to look at the gates like gate 50, the gate of values. This gives you the ability to change the world. It's a world-changing gate. Look at gate 51, the gate of shock, the ability to kind of shock people and initiate people into change, right? We want to look at gate 16, the gate of skills. We want to look at gate 34, the gate of power. We want to look at these amazing, amazing collection of gates, even gate 58, the gate of aliveness, this gate of joy that that brings you this ability to experience the fullness of life through stillness, through bringing joy. Every single gate is going to speak to you about a different element of your power and it's going to reinforce for you why you are a big deal, why you are a big deal. And when it all boils down to it, manifesto, 
you were born, you chose this energy, you chose this archetype, you chose this role to change the world. You did not come here to be mediocre. You did not come here to be unseen. You did not come here to be hidden. You did not come here to hide in the corner like a church mouse and let everybody else play the big games. You came here to be noticed. You came here to initiate. You came here to leave a footprint. You came here to leave a legacy. You would not have chosen this energy if you did not want those things in this experience. And every single detail of your chart affirms to you exactly the ways in which you are able to be a big deal, exactly the ways and the skill set that you have to change the world and to leave your mark. You are not ill-equipped. You are powerful and you are fully equipped. The only thing that is standing in between you and that is your acceptance. The only thing standing in between you and that is your acceptance. I so strongly encourage you to listen to this podcast episode a few times if you need it, right? Like listen to this as as an empowerment statement. Listen to this to pump you up. But also dive into those areas of your chart. Look at your energy centers. Really feel into that energy. Feel into the power of them. Look into your gates. If you need to get a reading done, get a reading done. There are so many beautiful readers out there who still do one-on-one readings. You can also purchase audio files from my human design audio readings library. It's $18 per file and you get to learn in detail about kind of each of these areas of your power, each of these distinct areas of your power. Okay. I so, so, so want you to walk away from this episode feeling like I have permission to be a big deal because manifester, you do and you are. Okay, that is it from me. We are going to wrap up here. I cannot wait to connect with you in again next week in the next episode. But until then, manifestors, please keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life. If you love this episode, I would be so humbly and truly grateful if you would share it on your social media. You can tag me on Instagram or Facebook at The Holly Marie. And also, please consider taking a moment to leave a review right here on iTunes so that this information, this podcast, and this spiritual transformation can be spread to even more people. Again, I cannot wait to see you for the next episode of Hunting for Purpose.